Okay, shiny, happy people. 2021 is here. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you had a good wind down in 2020. And you've started off this year strong, positive, and being happy. 2021. Let's just hope this is a great year. This COVID pandemic goes away. All of us get our vaccine shots throughout the year and life starts to return to whatever they call the new normal. With that in mind, we are going to be doing a slightly different variation of our Shiny Happy People podcast in season two. This year, what we're going to do is we'll still have our interview segments. We'll keep that every other week. So we will interview, we'll have guests coming in with their interesting knowledge, insights, thoughts, their journeys in life every other week. But what we'll do in the uh, middle weeks is we will have a shorter Insights 10 in 10 podcast. What does that mean? What I, what I will do is I'll pick a different topic for the insight session and in 10 minutes share with you 10 practical tips that you can do. So for example, if it is working virtually, it will be 10 insights on or best practices on virtual work. It could be around negotiation. It could be about anything. In fact, listeners, if you want to have a topic for which you would like to get insights 10 in 10, it's a great chance for you to write in, write to us and share those topic areas and we'll try and do what we can for you. And why do we call it 10 in 10? In 10 minutes, 10 insights. The podcast will probably be just about 15, 20 minutes or so with a little bit of context, some news. We might even bring back our quirky news segment. That's another thing that we're thinking about bringing back. And if that is of interest to you, do drop us a quick note a little bit more after the break. Welcome back. 2021. Uh, I, I, I'm not one who makes New Year resolutions, so I have no idea if you've made yours. I just give myself certain guidelines that I want to try and do this year. Uh, it's an interesting year. It's been uh, that you know, behind us. This is going to be more critical for those of us who love to get on planes and travel. Uh, who knows? I'm hoping that the second half of this year will allow me to do a little bit of that, go to some new places I haven't been, start interacting. Uh, if any of you have New Year resolutions, drop us a quick note. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, thank you to all our listeners for our being podcast supporters for us in 2020. We started it off as a great pilot project and really happy to have seen so many of you uh, continuously listening. We have had listeners from uh, Ghana, South Africa, the US, Canada, Singapore, all across India, of course, the UK, uh, even had a couple of listeners from uh, 
Russia and Belgium and folks dropping in from everywhere. So thank you for staying tuned. Thank you for uh, listening in. Would love to get more emails from all of you, though. So any comments, ideas that you have, anything you want to talk about will be welcome. The other thing is we also may uh, add a listener segment where we'll take your questions and try to answer those in the Insights 10 and 10 podcast. So feel free to do that. And we will be back next week with our first interview. And then we'll, like I said, we'll start swapping them around. One week interview, the other week, an Insights 10 in 10 podcast. So before I sign off, let me give you a quick sneak peek into our next week's guest who is a really cool facilitator called Sarah Ness. Here's a little bit of a soundbite from her. And of course, you'll know more about her in next week's podcast. So there's authentic relating and then authentic relating games. And I'm laughing because it's like such a way of life for me now that I don't really know the alternative. So when people are like, you're so authentic, I'm like, can you be other ways? (laughs) But a lot of it's creating Authentic relating is the common, the kind of intersection between expressing ourselves as fully as possible within the context. So I think there's never a time when we're expressing inauthentically. There's just different parts of ourself from which we're expressing. But knowing those parts deeper and having more choice, I think those are those are greater degrees of authenticity, like awareness mm-hmm. and agency play into that. And then relating is where that comes in contact with someone else's truth and how do we navigate that space between for both of us to show up as fully as possible and also to be able to have a relationship and the authentic relating games are little kind of specific interactions that create spaces where it's easier for us to explore these dynamics so they can be question games they can be physical awareness games they can be you know sharing truths that we didn't feel safe to in formats where we actually get to hear the impact of them um they kind of artificially change social norms and give us a lot more space. Yeah, and I'm assuming one of the things that we talk about in in my field in facilitation is about creating a safe space. And Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, I'm guessing that that is one of the core foundations of authentic relating, right? So for people to be in a space where they can feel authentic. Yeah, although we actually stopped calling it a safe space and started calling it a brave space because people were taking people were taking safe space as if I say something and someone else reacts badly, then either I've done something wrong or they've done something wrong. So the definition of safety became not triggering anybody or not being triggered when actually I think the reality is we're always taking a risk anytime we be honest Mm. and the degree to which we're able to respect others' honesty and really take a moment if we feel upset to de-escalate the kind of, we always have agreements at the start of events or a lot of the time, which are kind of set the norms. Um, And there'll be things like, you know, check your assumptions. If somebody says something, what do you think they mean? What's your instant reaction? And can you ask a question instead? So we try to create these and then let people know that like, this is a space where difficulty and, and anger and trigger or hurt may arise and you're choosing to step into that and that's act, an act of bravery. 
I love the framing of from safe space to brave space. Uh, yeah, I'm going to just change tacks because you've done a lot of work with very varied types of groups, right? From my understanding, mm -hmm. I remember you telling me you do a lot more community facilitation as well. What would you consider the most diverse or uh, different type of group that you have ever facilitated that even surprised you? Um, different from me or different within each other? Different from each other or different from your, what you expected or uh, some, I, I read somewhere on your one of your profiles where you said you've done facilitation and stuff even in schools, which is, of course, but I saw the word funeral there. <laughs> yeah, like that, that one was right? intense. <laughs> the funeral was probably the hardest one because that was like, ugh, that was really early in my career. And I didn't get enough information about what it was before walking in. Uh, I was kind of shell-shocked by the by the death of the friend of mine. And I was like, of course I'll come out and facilitate. I was like 23 Jewish and walked into a room full of 50 devout Christians expecting a preacher. And I thought I was there to facilitate authentic relating. So that was, that was a case of thinking fast on my feet. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> You're listening to the Shiny Happy People podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platforms. This podcast is brought to you by C2COD, your organizational development consulting partner bringing people and strategy together. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook using the handle at C2COD and get updates on our upcoming episodes. So stay tuned, stay optimistic, and look forward to interacting with you all again next week. Over and out. Over and out.